Greetings, fellow wanderers in the fourth dimension. This is the greatest show in the galaxy. I'm Mike. She's Emma, and in this episode, we'll talk about episode two of series eleven of Doctor Who: The Ghost Monument. Indeed. Um, so, hands up, who guessed what the Ghost Monument was before we started? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you called it last week. To be fair to you, Mike. So mm-hmm. kudos to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but I mean, aside from maybe that, I was pleasantly surprised by this. I must say. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I think it, it could easily have been a bit of a nothing episode, mm-hmm. um, especially as now that some details have come out about what the next episode is and the couple of episodes after that, there's going to be some, you know, some pretty hefty topics coming mm-hmm. up. So I think that it, you know, it could easily have been a bit lightweight this one, but I think it actually worked pretty well. Um, yeah, I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Hmm. Um, where would you like to start on this one? Um, I don't know, mate. So where, where do you did something uh, jump out? I mean, the thing that jumped out to me uh, mm-hmm. with this one is that I mean, last week I, I sort of speculated that you know the trailers made it look like quite an eighties Doctor Who, mm. and it, that was kind of borne out by what we saw because this yeah. episode. <laughs> Was effectively if you took a Sylvester McCoy four-parter and crammed it into fifty minutes. Yeah, I did get that vibe. And yeah. um, um, oh, what's the name? Uh, Angstrom and Epso. They're, mm. they're almost a bit like Eric Sayward-y in terms of characters. You almost expect them to like knife each other at the end or something, you know? Yeah, very much so. I mean, even like down to their look as well. Mm. I mean, you know, kind of the um, the thing of their ships being a bit kind of being held together with duct tape yeah. and. Um, you know the, the haircuts and you know the the conspicuous use saying we're not human and you know i've got mm-hmm. a, a such and such cigar or you know a uh you know an alien thing or alien this it's very it is very sabody mm-hmm. um and that i think as well i mean down to the fact that both of the characters were kind of a little bit tropey i mean if, yeah. if we'd sort of yeah i mean these are sort of the the, the main character who's like double hardened from an abusive household is made, he thinks he's made him strong, you know, and doesn't care about people. And, mm-hmm. you know, the woman is a bit softer and kind of from, you know, this terrible kind of ethnic cleansing planet and all this mm-hmm. sort of thing. It's, it is very reminiscent of, of what he would do. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like how sort of like people just like, just take pot shots at uh, episode for his sort of hard manneredness. You know, the doctor yeah. says, do you practice lying in the mirror? So I was like, oh, fucking get over yourself, mate. Yeah, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. But um, no, I quite like them. Um, like you say, a bit tropey, but... Uh, so, uh, like I say, you honestly expect them to, like, off each other in the end and then to go, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did. I mean, I did wonder if they would sort of go down that route but i think mm. because there is some other sort of fairly dark material in this mm. episode anyway yeah. i think sort of go for the full nihilistic one of them kills the other one mm-hmm. kind of uh kind of ending i mean that would be a bit um a bit too much maybe yeah. i mean you know this this ain't a netflix drama this is bbc <laughs> you know, middle of the middle of the evening kind of stuff. Mm. So, uh, yeah, that's that's why I think they probably didn't go that road. Although I was sure that they, they it was probably in there at some point. <laughs> yeah. Well, can we talk a little bit about Desolation itself? Yes, I let's do that. it looked really... I mean, the cinematography on this series is really looking good. Yeah, it really looks like they're spending a few quid on it, which they didn't mm-hmm. before. I mean... Um, I mean, for this this was shot in South Africa, yeah. so it looks great. 
Hmm. I mean, because obviously, if this was true 80s, this would be a quarry. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, this is the the current BBC's version of a quarry. It's taken to a natural desert in South Africa, hmm. um, which I think, you know, it looks beautiful. And, yeah, yeah it, it really sort of helped work. Although, mind you, my first thought was this planet's got three suns and it's really dangerous at night. I've seen this film, it's pitch black. <laughs> right? I thought they were gonna do I thought they were gonna do pitch black. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't really make very much of the don't travel at night bit. I mean apart from the remnants, mm. but we'll get onto them in a bit. Um Yeah, yeah I mean it's sort of like for this supposedly like really deadly planet, and it's got a toxic atmosphere, yet everybody seems to be kind of okay. Breathing okay, yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I mean, that's, I think that was maybe a little bit of a letdown. But then again, how much can you cram into fifty minutes? If it was like a multi-parter, well, you, know, yeah. you could probably like up the uh, the danger levels and things like that. But um... yeah, well, so if this was a if this was an eighties episode, I mean, there would have been six more people in it who would have died. Yeah, um, and also, I mean, you would have had they would have done the whole explanation of why desolation isn't where they thought it was going to be mm-hmm. when they came out of. Uh, came out of the jump and mm-hmm. all this sort of thing. I mean, that's kind of not talked about a great deal, but I think you're sort of meant to kind of um, take it as wrote this is something to do with the Stenza, which which intrigued me because yeah. I was pretty sure that, you know, there was this whole thing about, oh, no, you know, all these episodes are going to be contained and there's not really a big long line through. I mean, <clears throat> that got thrown out the window because not only were the Stenza <laughs> referenced, yeah. the, but... Of the 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 trademark Moffat yeah. um, trope <laughs> of the Doctor is told a mysterious thing by the enemy and mm-hmm. then has to kill them, but you know goes well that was weird. Now to the next adventure and then it comes back later. Trope yeah. is in full effect once again. Chevnall, <laughs> yeah. yes, you naughty little man, <laughs> you bastard! Because I because you told us this wasn't happening and now it is. Now what the, f- now what the fuck do we do? <laughs> well, exactly, um, because I mean, I, I, I mean, genuinely, because I mean, I, this probably there's probably people out there who having maybe read, you know, as many things as they could do about the series, sort of knew this was coming or something like that. Hmm. But I've had no idea. I've sort of stayed away from everything as much as I could. So yeah. hearing the old, the old sort of enemy whispers a thing, and the doctor goes, "Well," and then you know, hmm. I just I was like, "Hang on a minute," I thought. I yeah. thought we weren't doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah. And the, I mean, I couldn't mention the Stenza. Um, but I wasn't expecting them to, like... I'm not saying they really play a role, but they have had a hand in uh, Desolation's um, history. So it's like, yeah. oh, okay. Right, okay. So maybe it's just getting name-checked. They might not be the big bad of the, the season. Um, yeah. So, I mean, they might still come back, but you never know. Um, but no, the Timeless Child... It's like, oh, hang on, wait, what? What? Yeah. Well, it's been, it, I mean, talking about Desolation, you'd want to go about throwback Doctor Who. So what was it called before that? Yeah. Because it wasn't always desolate, I presume. No. So it's a bit of thing. It's like at the Terry Nation school of naming things, isn't it? Yeah. It's here's, this dry, here's this dry planet. What's it called? Iridius, you say? Like arid. <laughs> oh, I see. I see, I see what you did, did there, Terry. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, I do... Quite, although they didn't really get very much to do, I did like the remnants. Yes, I thought that was a cool idea. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. always a fan of kind of non bipedal aliens, if you mm-hmm. see what I mean. Yeah, like one of my 
one of my favourite alien designs I've ever done really is when they did hide and they had such a sort of such an appalling looking alien. Yeah. Even the dogs went, ah. Wow. Um, so uh yeah, I always like the the um the uh, non sort of bipedal alien. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I appreciated that. And again, they're spending a few they've got a few more quid to spend, so um that effect I mean was was pretty decent, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's only so much you can do, like with CG cloth, because otherwise you have to like get like real cloth on a bit of string, and then yeah, you sort of like spot the string. Rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, um, so you know, props for them to having a go. Yeah, definitely. I will say another another sort of uh, nice throwback thing is a return to. I mean, again, this is straight out of eighties. Who mm-hmm. is um, okay? So it, it's twofold. So we had uh, after knives are bad last week. We had guns are bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, that bit with Ryan was all... I love that. Call Um, of Duty! Black, 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 black. Ah, reload! Yeah, that was quite funny. It's it's funny. It's like jump several octaves. Where's the reload? Ah! Yeah. (laughs) Oh, so good. I love that. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I thought it was... uh, I mean, it does... I mean, obviously, I'm I'm sort of a a cynical old adult. I mean, you Mm -hmm. know, it is a bit like, hey, kids, guns are bad, right? It's not like pretend. It's not like Call of Duty or Modern Warfare. I mean, you can literally die. Mm -hmm. There's no extra lives, you know, so uh, use your loaf, why not? I mean, and the Doctor was pretty pissed at Ryan for for, uh, going off and doing that. I mean, so, but her level of angry was kind of quite interesting, actually. Mm. Um, I mean, because in the modern Who, I mean, obviously we've had a sort of... um, you know, a rejection of weapons and things like that. I mean, but uh, she was very strongly, adamantly, no, don't go and do that sort mm. of thing. So, um, I mean, and not just in the sort of the way, like, if you do something dangerous, your mum gets crossed because you could have got hurt sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, she was uh, properly pissed at him. Yeah. One kind of wonders whether it's like a Chibnall sort of like thrown back to sort of like the Doctor weaponizing companions, kind of like how Daryl yeah. healed him in uh, uh, Journey's End. So, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, definitely not doing that this time. No, definitely not. Um, well, I mean, you know, we've just had the whole thing with Grace. I mean, you don't want to mm. lose another one. I mean, in you know, like like when we talked about kind of extensively last week with Grace, and mm. you know, the de- the level of the Doctor's culpability in that. I mean, that's got to that's got to be in your mind as well. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, should we talk a little bit about our uh, our companions? Yeah. Um, because um, one thing I have not, I mean, as much as I'm enjoying everyone in it, I do feel a little bit at the moment like Yaz is a bit on the outside. She is, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's not Mandy Peel's fault. I don't know. No, think. no. She's, she's doing the best watch what she's got. But I think the problem, like, it's, it's, you know, the three companion problem. Um, yeah. But I'm hopefully, now that we find out what episode six is, she might get a bit more yeah. time to shine. Yes, um, I'm hopeful of that as well, yeah. Yeah, because at the moment she's, I, I'm allowed to say she's sort of there, but she kind of yeah. is. Really. She kind of is, yeah. I was going to say, I mean, if if like, I mean, I'm going to talk a little bit about Jodie, well, we'll talk about Jodie in a minute, but I mm-hmm. mean, um, with it's something that we were kind of concerned about from the jump when we heard about how many companions are going to be in it. And because um, you have two people who are much more intimately acquainted then yes you've got the the ryan and graham thing mm. i mean this kind of sort of antagonistic sort of uh relationship between the two of them and the mm. fact that you know graham and ryan have been 
you know in each other's lives for sort of three or four years already um they are they are more the focus because mm-hmm. they've got a relationship to be to be getting on with if you see what i mean and yeah. which has had just experienced the massive trauma in losing the kind of the person that was keeping them off the boil so to speak mm-hmm. so um yeah i mean that's because that's the source of you've got a, a something that can be explored you, you you're going to explore it and unfortunately yeah. uh, in this scenario uh a character's going to lose out and at the moment that's yes so mm-hmm. i hope that they, they're going to give her a bit more to do soon i mean i, I sort of hope it's before episode six mm. yeah because well, I, I mean want... that'll be halfway through so that's very true yeah yeah um it would be nice to have a bit more focus on her um, than the boys uh, in a few uh, episodes, like episodes of, like immediately to come. Um, yeah. Because I mean, she was. I mean, apart from sort of like doing a little bit of bonding with Angstrom, does, it's usually sort of like what I've noticed the most certainly in this, this episode and um, the last one is Yaz and Ryan tend to sort of like split off, so like Scooby Doo style, and look at computers while the Doctor sort mm. of like goes and do, goes and does her thing. So maybe maybe just like mix it up a little bit. Someone yeah, I think good. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose that remains to be I mean, seen, though. Yeah, it's only days yet, but I just—I right. mean, I hope it's not the way of things to come. Is mm-hmm. what I'm sort of saying. That's the um, thing, though. I mean, we're we're twenty percent of the way through this series now, so bloody hell. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I know you say early days. Yeah, you know, we're still we're only we're coming up on episode three, but when you've got a shorter runtime, it's all like yes. thinking like times of the essence now yeah um, i mean you know just sort of looking into the crystal ball a little bit the way that things are going now i mean someone said it on twitter so i won't take i won't take credit for it in, mm-hmm. as an original thought but i thought that that was a good shout in the the way that it's sort of being built up at the moment the obvious thing to do is kill off graham mm. but i'm sort of hoping they don't go that route because that just seems a little bit obvious because the obvious thing to do is have them you know especially with the ryan and graham thing is have them sort of slowly build a relationship and just as they're sort of getting matey you know and things are are fine you Mm -hmm. know then graham is so you know but we'll see we'll see Mm -hmm. this these are this is this is these are things to come so um i've sort of enjoyed i mean so i sound like i'm being you know not being into the Ryan and Graham thing, but I, hmm. I sort of am because it's it's not to being at this point it's not annoying because it's sort yeah. of new and, and natural because of the, what they've been through in episode one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think at the moment it's good, but I, if every episode is about this, I'll be mm, okay. Yeah, I, I get it, sort of thing. So we'll we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, um, it is the sort of thing that like, if they keep butting heads, well not necessarily butting heads, but sort of like disagreeing, then I mean it's understandable because. You know, I think Graham's trying to do his best with Ryan, but mm. Ryan's not having it. But it's all like, if you keep sort of like that going, it's all like nothing really changes. And it's sort of like, well, what's the point? You may as well just jettison one of them. And like you say, Graham's probably the more likely candidate. Yes, um, yeah. Which is a shame because, I mean, I think we were sort of like a bit art about uh, Bradley Walsh. But although he's sort of like, Graham's current sort of line is sort of befuddled. It's yeah. sort of like... Uh, like you sort of like yeah, yeah I mean <laughs> I'm way beyond confused sort of uh, like things I kind of like the fact that he's like completely out of his depth yeah here. and it's it's nice it's sort of refreshing that you get a character like that who doesn't respond to that level of confusion with aggression mm. because that is kind of the obvious step you like in lots of well in Doctor Who itself you get characters who 
I mean, most of the time, actually, when the doctor rolls up to a situation and sort of turns up to be like, hello, I'm the doctor, I'm here to help. You always get that, you know, it's the it's the sort of the cliche again mm. that you have a character who's like, you know, basically responds to that by throwing their toys out the pram, yeah. um, which I sort of thought Graham might do. And actually, mm. he did, you know, I thought was indicative of what, you know, when he was in episode one, yeah. I thought maybe that was going to be his his arc, Thing, you know, yeah. that he, yeah. But I mean, the fact that he's sort of going, okay, I don't understand any of this, but let's just go with it uh, mm. sort of thing. I thought it was actually quite refreshing. Yeah. Especially for sort of like the older male character. Yeah. Well, well you'd expect him to sort of be that sort of throw toys out the pram type of uh, deal. Um, yeah. But I do like it. So like, you know, what? once we're nearing the episode's conclusion and um, ill in episode Armstrong just buggered off, um, Graham is the one who sort of like tries to rally everybody and saying, you yeah, know, gee everyone up, yeah. Yeah, it was like, well, we can hang on, can't we? Yeah. Um, can we talk a little bit about Ellen? Um, yes. I like the character. I like Art Malik, but he's kind of... I don't I mean, memories again, it's just like the, the fact we've only got 15 minutes to play with, but so that we didn't really... He didn't get to make much of an impression, but yeah. I did like the idea. Yes, I did as well. I mean, the first thing that came to my mind when I saw that was like, ooh, enlightenment. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but again, throwing it back to the 80s, what is more 80s than a Doctor Who uh, than a guest star, a big name guest star who turns up and doesn't do anything? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, <laughs> pretty so, I mean, that could have been, I mean, as, as great as Art Malik is, why is it him? Because yeah, it could have been it could anybody. Be anybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's the problem. That, that was the Especially problem. Especially as. Had. <laughs> Yeah, especially as bloody end episode one ends with like, look at our cavalcade of guest stars, and then you know, don't do anything. <laughs> it's, it's all like spot the actual guest star, and then yes, there's the who's cameo. actually going to do anything? Yes, yeah. yes. I mean, I can understand in, in Ilan's case because he's like a projected hologram, so yeah. we can't really interact that much with the cast. Um no. But I thought it was interesting. Like, there's there's one point where he moves, and it's like he and Jodie Whittaker like try and move out of each other's way, even though. Strictly speaking, he's a hologram. He could just walk right through her. <laughs> well, too, right, yeah. But I think, you know, it just is human instinct. Just go, oh, yeah, really sure. like that, uh, without yeah. thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. See um, a few bobbling yeah. effects, budget. <laughs> but I was kind of, like, interested about, like, what his deal was because he sets up the rally, um, but he also won the rally the first time. So did he set it up or did he just, like, do the thing and went, hey, I could make a thing out of this? Yeah, it's kind of like, a, it's sort of a bit of a death race 2000 kind mm-hmm. of thing isn't it that yeah. or you know kind of the running man kind of idea i suppose yeah. that um in it, it, you presume that you know they're from basically the same maybe local group of planets that has mm-hmm. um space faring technology yeah so maybe it's kind of that thing of now essentially i mean taking from what happened on one of the planets at least yeah due to the stenza we've got kind of that post-apocalyptic kind of deal going on of um you know the people want more entertainment. What's more entertaining than watching people race across the galaxy and probably die doing it and all that sort mm. of thing? So that's kind of how I took it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's funny because, I mean, if this were 80s here and it's like a full party, you'd probably have a cutaway to, like, people actually watching the race. I think that's the, the odd thing yeah. was is, you know, this is massive intergalactic race, but for who? Is it just for Ilan's own, like, amusement? I mean, like I say, I'm, I'm being nitpicky here, I realise, because we've only got 15 minutes. 
Oh, I mean, that's it. I think you're right. I mean, I think that's fair. I mean, the Doctor compares it to the Dakar Rally, mm. uh, which is, um, for people who don't know, is like a bit a massive... Uh, it's, it's a car rally, isn't it, Dakar? I think across, yeah. the, um, across the desert and things like that. So, uh, again, I mean, or you know, there's lots of things like car rallies that go, you know, across continents and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. People just do it because... Yeah. You know, or they've got, you know, a cool car and they want to drive it long distance or, Mm. you know, just for the achievement and things like that. But I mean, this one is for money. Yeah. So, um, by the way, I did quite like that thing of trying her trying to convert how much money it was that <laughs> yeah. we get in. I thought that was quite funny. That, that was good. I did like that bit. Yeah. Especially yeah. when this came throwing um, out denominations like, uh... Like so, and things like that. Yeah. yeah. So, for all we know, it could all just, like, equal, like, 50 pence in Earth money. Do you know yeah. what I mean? This is just token money, you know, but um, yeah. it seems significant enough to that there's only two of them left and it's been going on for some time. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think that I, I sort of, I mean, like I say, when, when we're watching this and like, you know, Art Manic turned off like a hologram, my first thought was enlightenment. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that it's probably just some sort of death race 2000 slash running yeah. man kind of thing. Um, that, uh, yeah, that the people for lots of reasons enter. So, mm. yeah, I mean, it's an interesting idea, but Again, if this was 80s Who, there would have been a whole bunch of characters and yeah. people, you know, getting nobbled off and things happening <laughs> on this planet. But they ain't got time. No, so no, this no. is why we're down to two people, yeah. you know. It, so it, It's kind of the idea that, like, I mean, with a bit of work, you could probably make it into, like, a season-long sort of thing. That'd be quite An arc, yeah. Yeah, yeah. an arc. That would be an interesting thing. And then everybody's, yeah. like, everybody's chasing after the same thing. Um, like, if you still wanted to keep, like, the ghost monument being the end goal, you know, if this was, like, episode two and, like, this episode that happens at the very end of the series, it could just have, like, the Doctor and company sort of, like, bum and lifts around with some of the other competitors and yeah. then get into desolation. But, you know, again, it's that sort of thing you really want to do when you've got uh, all the time and space to be working with. That's true, yeah. I mean, as interesting as these individual stories are, I mean, it is kind of that thing of they are kind of just passing by to try to get to their goal essentially mm-hmm. so yeah it's all a bit of convenience and getting from a to b isn't it so yeah 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 can we talk a little bit about jody go on then who remains marvelous yes um yes i really i'm really loving her performance and mm-hmm. i think that if this episode is anything it is basically another kind of understanding the doctor's moral barometer kind of episode um yeah. if if this if you're going to say this episode serves you know a, 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 it's just a, it means to an end mm-hmm. th- apart from getting to the tardis it's again sort of understanding this doctor's outlook on the universe and all this sort of thing so yeah. um yeah i thought she was really good mm-hmm. i'm gonna just throw one criticism out right. and i don't want people to yell at me but Mm. Um, I think sometimes you Jodie and I think it's just because you know it's sort of the first you know the first episodes and stuff I do feel sometimes it, it's a little bit like she's just saying lines sometimes yeah yeah I, I, I do kind of yeah, I do agree on that um, yeah I, I think it is just the material yeah I think um, so yeah and the other thing that I was sort of a bit uh, on was after Angstrom episode and Ilin just bugger off. Yeah. She does seem to give up quite Quite easily. fast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can understand under the circumstances. 
She thought, you know, the title was going to be, and it does show up. But I, I mean, I like the bit where she says, "I'm sorry, I let you down." Yeah, and she's like, she honestly, it's like she feels hurt because she hasn't been able to live up to her promise. Yeah. But that, and when she's trying to get the TARDIS to stabilize, um, I mean, I, I know I, I like the, the heartfeltness of it, you know. When, See, I mean that, that. That I mean, I was gonna. I'm gonna sort of disagree with you a little bit. Yeah. That kind of made me a little bit emotional, actually. You yeah. know, getting the TARDIS back. So oh, yeah, yeah. I oh, know. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I, I like yeah. that. It's, um, I think it's just maybe it's just, it's just everything's just a bit too raw. Um, yeah. Like she, she sort of, she's sort of pitching it too emotionally, if you know what I mean. Like she's sort of going sort of to, to drama school with it a little bit, and like, yeah. So I, I, you know, you, the, you, I think it's the line I really need you now. Yeah, I think that's kind yeah. of what sort of like I don't I don't mind a like sort of I like I mean love the bit which you went uh, come to daddy I mean money mummy I mean sort of yeah. like she getting a, yeah. a gender pronouns confused again. Um, that was good. Um, I mean I don't I don't mind the doctor being desperate. No, but but you almost feel like because she's the doctor, you kind mm-hmm. of it's like again I sort of compare it as to if you see like your parent freak out about something yeah. it's like, oh oh shit you know because parents don't do that you no, know no. like if you if, so it's that sort of thing of like if you're worried then i should be shitting a brick sort of thing mm-hmm. because the doctor doesn't do that if you see what i mean yeah. you know we don't do we don't do terrified in that way i mean and when mm. it does happen in the series i mean the things have been you know you know the, when the 11th doctor heard about Trenzalore and stuff mm-hmm. like that that he you know fully did a freak out and things yeah I mean, that was it was such a big deal that you sort of understood why he's kind of, you know, on the verge of tears and freaking out and all that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, but the, the the TARDIS is is family essentially, isn't it? Yeah. So I mean, I can sort of understand kind of, but I mean, I think as well because as uh, as people who support Jodie and her casting and stuff, mm-hmm. because emotions like that are sort of the cliche is that it's kind of. Mm. women who get emotional no, like that yeah i think that's um, kind of is that it, you felt like he undermined her a bit by getting that emotional yeah. about it yeah i think so i mean i think it's just the, with the line that i really need you right now i don't mind sort of like the de- the desperation but i think if i mean i'm not saying this is how i played it but i think a bit more like determination is like come on yeah, you know. yeah, a bit of like um, bit of I don't want to say backbone, but just a yeah. bit like come on, you sort of thing, rather than yeah, it being like, like a plea, of, essentially. Yeah, yes, yeah. I think it was, it was the fact it was a plea that sort of I didn't like dislike it. It's just sort of like oh no, it's sort of like this is kind of like what I, I don't want to say it's like giving ammunition to the people who didn't who were against a female doctor. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's sort of like yeah, you know, it's yeah. It, mm. You know what I mean? It's like you know, it's like oh no, they can't be like emotional or that. They can't be like shrill and all that. And it's just sort of like mm. yeah. Um, but no, I did like um, Jody throughout it. Um, yeah, I did as well. Yeah, I think um, I think that I think that will sort of settle down a little bit. Yeah. I think it will. I mean, um, I think you know, I guess hey, it's early days and it's raw. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, hopefully, yeah. I sort of hope that she's gonna be sticking around for some time. Yeah. So I think that will settle. I mean, being that aside, I loved the new TARDIS look. I thought it looked mm. mega. Yeah. Um, I th- for me personally, I think it probably needs a bit of time to grow on me. Right, um, gotcha. Because, well, I think it just sort of comes from 
it's like being a child of the 80s, so I'm used to sort of like the console room from like the 80s. So that's why I really sort of clung on to um, Matt Smith's and Peter Capaldi's console rooms because it's not just sort of like random bits and bobs. It's sort of like actual like keyboards, levers, switches and things like that. The TARDIS sort of needs to look complex to pirates. And for me, I mean, like I said, I'm I'm not hating on the new console room. It just, there's a lot of it... There seems to be a bit of a throwback to sort of like nine tens and even a bit of eights with like the the pillars around. Yeah, the, the organicness of it. I mean, it's like crystals and stuff. So yeah, it's a, yeah. I don't hate it. It's just sort of like uh, sort of maybe like sort of like give it its own sort of like characteristic. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I love like the um, the sort of like the the uh, hexagonal cogs sort of like on the surrounding yeah. bit that looks really cool, and especially when it's layered. Like that, and another thing I like is like you don't get like a sense of walls, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's so like, like... A, it's like a big open space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's quite clever how they've kind of there's a like they sort of show more that there's an outer shell. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of feels like it, oddly enough when you go into the console room, but it feels bigger for some reason. Mm. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I wasn't too sure about is the lighting. I think it's a bit too dark for this doctor. Right. But it's not like, well, hmm. When I say, when I say dark, but it could do with a few more colours rather than just like the orange and a bit of blue. It's a bit, it's a bit moody at the moment. Yeah, it's a bit moody, yeah. And when you yeah. like, I've like watched the, did you see the behind the scenes video about the, the console room? Like, oh, no, I, I haven't watched that yet. Oh, no, right. Because if you watch that, the I think it's just like, like normal sort of natural studio lighting. But even that sort of like, it doesn't like look too like set y if that makes sense. Yeah, I understand, yeah. 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 Um so you know, maybe it's, maybe it's just you know um early instalment sort of things in the autumn Weirdness. might yeah, might sort of change the colours up a little bit. But um otherwise, no, I, I quite like it. I like the sort of little um crystal TARDIS it has on the, the console. <laughs> yeah, that was quite funny. And also it dispenses custard cream. Yes. That was brilliant because um Again, I don't know if there's I don't know if you plan on watching that um video about the the console room. Um but apparently the set designer just just like apropos nothing, Jody, what's your favourite biscuit? And she went, Oh custard cream. So I went, Okay, well I can't tell you why, but you know, I was just I was just wondering. Um so <laughs> the fact that it dispenses custard creams, that's actually a genuine reaction from Jody. Yeah. <laughs> it's like um... Ooh. <laughs> It is the best biscuit, by the way. I'm entirely, <laughs> I'm entirely in agreement with Jody on that one. By the way, uh, excellent dunker. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I mean, I was just delighted by that. I must say, and mm-hmm. I, was, I did find myself getting a little bit teary-eyed at the uh, the TARDIS popping back and all that sort of mm-hmm. thing. So, uh, oh, yeah. yes, I mean, it gets it gets a it gets a thumbs up from me on that respect. But um, yeah, I think I think if any, I mean, even more than last week, oddly enough, I think this episode is a little bit early instalment weirdness. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'd be totally interested to like see how it stacks up against other episode yes. twos. Yes, yeah. I think so. Actually, yeah, that's a good question. Mm. Um, but you know, as it was, it was perfectly all right. Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, I was very, uh, I would say, a very enjoyable episode. I thought. I mean, Chuck liked it a lot more this one as well. Mm-hmm. So I had a happy other half rather than a mildly grumpy one, which is also good. <laughs> um, so yes, I mean. Uh, I thought very enjoyable, but it was sort of, sort of odd in that um, when I was sort of thinking about doing this episode and it was mm-hmm. one of those, it was one of those episodes where I thought, 
sort of out of a few outside of a few talking points. It's, there's not a huge amount to get our teeth into with this one. Yeah. So uh, it's one of those episodes they come up from time to time. Yeah. Uh, so, but, yeah. Know, that's not a bad thing. I'd rather... No. Well, here's a question for you, right, Emma? What would yeah. you rather? Consistency across the board or them sort of swing for the fences, get a few good hits on, but yeah. mostly sort of like just average to middling? Well, I mean, the second one. Mm. They've got. To, I mean, I mean. The thing is, though, if we're talking about Doctor Who right now, mm. then yeah, you've got to go big because I feel like they've sort of been brave enough to go all out on you know a female Doctor and mm. all these companions and yeah, so you, new Tardis and yeah, I mean, go big or go home. We are sort of if when you say consistent, you are you know it does you sort of automatically go. Does that mean consistently good or consistently boring and bad? Because I would say it's sort of like sort yeah. of like. Like, say, if we were scoring it sort of like six sevens across the board. Yeah. Rather I would rather than sort have. Of like, like, say, like, like Series 9, we had the excellent Heaven Sent, and then you've got Sleep No More. Yes. I mean, but, I mean, Sleep No More is kind of the. Uh, well, you know, yeah, it's only a tick below average sort of thing. I yeah, mean, for because me. I think yeah. it, because it's a, it's a standalone and it's sort of like in a, a series where it's mostly sort of two parters. So yeah. something had to be the odd one out. Yeah. I mean, consistency, consistently good is great, but mm-hmm. unfortunately something that very, very, very few TV shows ever achieve. Mm-hmm. I mean, sort of off the top of my head, I mean, I sort of would struggle to think of a, a long-running show that mm-hmm. has had, like, a, 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 a se- you know, a, a whole season of just consistent bangers, mm-hmm. you know, like eights and nines all the way through. I mean, yeah. I would rather that they... Go big, and seventy percent of them are good to great, and then you have three kind of eh. Yeah, I mean, I would take that seventy percent, a seventy percent sort of good hit rate. I mean, I would sort of take. Um, but I mean, I mean, but it's difficult to say that again because yeah. when you're talking about TV, you're talking about things that are twenty, twenty-two episodes. Mm-hmm. So seventy percent of twenty, twenty-two episodes is more good episodes than seventy percent of ten. Yeah. So. That's that's where the the problem comes in. So mm. we'll see. I mean, the yeah. thing is, though, like if we look back on this series and we go, episode two was the worst one. Yeah, I think we'll be pretty lucky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, we still we still got another eight to go. So yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, I just I thought I was just wondering because you know, like I say, we've had sort of like times during the Moffat era where we have had some shit. I mean, it's been mostly pretty good, and then some been outstanding episodes. So yeah. I was just like wondering whether you'd rather that or just like have everything to like, yeah, everything's good. We're like, this is all right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think is, I think, like I say, I think at this stage in Doctor Who's life, you've if, got you, it. if you're just, you've, you've got to, you've got to go, yeah. you've got to go for it because you just go good. Yeah, fine. And then mm. 4 million people turn up every week. That ain't yeah, going to cut it. That's true. You so know. it becomes the background noise again, like it did in the... Yeah. 80s. Yeah, and then the ones that really stand out, no one sees because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you know, we'll watch it some other time. It was fine. Yeah. You know, it, it, I think every one of us would would wouldn't ever swap the Doctor's wife or Heaven Sent or mm. you know. So if if, if the payoff for occasional sleep no mores and fear hers and things like that is Doctor's wife and Heaven mm-hmm. Sent and um, you know uh, Flatline and mm-hmm. things like that, then I would I would take that every day of the week. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's just me though. So no, no, that's fine. I mean, I totally understand that. I would rather 
that they go hard and go big and don't make it rather mm-hmm. than just be safe. Yeah. Because at least Fair they enough. tried it. Yeah. If they tried it and it was shit, then it was shit and we won't do it again. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so, we may as well just go on with the scores then, shall we? Let's do it. Right, what are you thinking? Seven. Yeah, I think that's, I think seven's, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, because, I mean, there's some yeah, like, because... glorious effects. I mean, especially, like, the sort of time-lapse um, yeah. thing. And, you know, Jodie's great. We've got the new console room. And it's, it's you know, it's, it's a solid story. It's not... Thing... Yes, it's solid. Yeah. yeah, it's nothing sort of, like, spectacular. Um, yeah. And there's, you know, enough things you could like, oh, what about this and what about that? But, um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think when you sort of like trying to still get everything to place, you don't want anything too complex or hard hitting or anything like that. Because I mean, we've got um, the Rose Parks episode next, so yeah, this is going to be heavy shit. I think yeah. next week. So you mm. know, prepare prepare I, thy bums because yeah. it's going to be big next week. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always thought well, I was thinking about this earlier of like when I score Doctor Who, do I sort of start at zero and add, or do I start at ten and knock it off? Mm. And I sort of go, okay, with Doctor Who, I always start at 10 and then take points away, essentially. Mm. So what am I taking points away for for this one? Um, again, I thought that um, apart, so I, mean, I thought that the, the kind of the alien planet was obviously a little bit reminiscent of Pitch Black. I thought mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, the central premise was a little bit reminiscent of things like Enlightenment mm-hmm. and sort of the, the general vibe was 80s. I mean, not in a bad way, but that was kind of the general vibe I got. I thought... Art Manic, like you were saying, a bit wasted. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm sort of deducting, if you see what I mean. Yeah. That's kind of my my thought process with it. But, yeah, you're right. Next week, I think, has the potential to be heavy. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, yeah, I, I mean, out of everything that's coming up in this series, we knew, I mean, because when we talked about this episode coming up, we both expressed, like, oh, God, how are they going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> um, and from going off, like, the description um like this like the blurb of it i'm i'm kind of hoping that yes it's about rosa parks but i don't want to like say it in this bad way i hope she's not in it that much because it's about uh, yeah. apparently um like there's a somebody's trying to cha- change time so yeah. i'm hoping it focuses on the doctor and company trying to stop this threat and let history yes. take its course and then yes. maybe like they bump into rosa parks along the way and say oh yeah we, we, yeah we're just hi you're right how you doing um but for the love of god i mean much as i love joey as the doctor please don't let her sort of like be the inspiration for rosa parks to make a stand because then that's really not that's oh not that's really bad amazing. yeah i mean because that's what we were worried about mm-hmm. when they renounced it yeah i'm i'm a hundred percent on board with you yeah i, I hope mean, that like, yeah like you say you know, they meet her incidentally, you yeah. know, perhaps that she's sort of around and they save her from some sort of alien threat. And then, you know, as they're leaving, she gets on the bus. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing said about it otherwise. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, if you see what I mean, you know. Yeah. But again, I sort of feel I sort of feel inadequately prepared mm-hmm. to talk about this. I mean, again, for both for I mean, just talking for me, but I mean, obviously, we're, we're a pair of uh, suburban British yeah. white people who yeah. maybe, but you know, so we are not someone, you know, not that we shouldn't talk about it, but no, I mean, no. it's like, you know, it's, it's not really um, our, it's not our story, man. You no. know, it's not, it's not part of our country, yeah. you know, struggle, you know, with race relations and yeah. things like that, I mean, you know, the, so. The one thing I found out about this episode coming up is it is written by Mallory Blackman, um, yes, which who is, is children's laureates um, yes. and a person of colour. So, that makes me feel a bit better about better it. Better about it, yeah. Um, 
if it was, yes. I mean, I think Chris Chibnall has a hand in writing it, but um, that might just be for like you know adding like getting everything gelled together and all that, and so, like yeah. developing the the alien of the week and all that. Because um, Marjorie Blackman, she she has read, she's written speculative fiction, but not like Doctor mm-hmm. Who stuff, as far well, as I she know. She has written Doctor Who actually. She, oh, um, she? Yeah. did a novella. I think it was for oh, when they yes, did the fiftieth anniversary stuff. Yes, I forgot Doctor. about that. Yeah, yes, true. yeah, my bad. So, Sorry, yeah. That's no, right. So she's got um, she's got previous with Doctor Who. So I, I do feel a little bit better about it, but I'm st- I'm still just, worried. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just wondering yeah. whether like I'm going to spend like the first watch through this sort of like just like like holding the pillow to my face, just sort of like waiting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just waiting for that one thing. Just like, oh, no, don't do No, that. don't do it. No, but I, think, that, I yeah. think with I think that with in regards to who's writing it and things like that, I mm-hmm. think that that is it's, oh, it's probably unlikely be, to happen. Yeah, I oh, know. I think we're probably in, we're very much in safe hands. It's just, I can't shake that feeling, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm worried. Yeah, me too. Oh, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. We'll see. yeah, that's, yeah. For, that's for next week. So. Yes. That, again, that's for next week. So let's uh, let's park that. Let's so, do that. Yeah. If you have any thoughts about uh, the Ghost Monument, you can email us at greatershowsimplysyndicated.com, tweet us at greatershowpod, or you can visit our Facebook page at facebook.com/greatershowpodcast. We invite you to visit simplysyndicated.com and check out our many sister shows on the network. And as always, we welcome your support. The best way you can help us out is by signing up to Simply Everything. A monthly fee of just £6 gives you access to ad-free versions of current shows, a library of podcasts from the network's archives, and shows that are exclusive to the service. We also have a merchandise store that offers apparel and accessories to both Europe and America. We also have a Patreon, and you can donate to the network through PayPal, of which links to both are on the bottom of the website. So with that being said, thank you very much, Emma. Thank you, Mike. And until next time, take care and bye-bye. <laughs>